episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds rate comment all greatly appreciate it so if you clicked on this this means you want to hear what i have to say about lockwood and co these are going to be all my opinions there are going to be spoilers so let's get into it lockwood and co dropped on netflix I want to say a week or so ago, I ended up watching it this past weekend. Um, eight episodes. It is based on novels. So dropped on the 27th. So that was like a week ago. Um, it's based on novels that I have not read. Um, but like the name is familiar to me, but I couldn't even tell you what it's about. I feel like there are a lot of those little um, like young adult or young adult um book series that are like kind of like a Nancy Drew or something like that where they're like little detective kids and (laughs) they're like going and solving mysteries but this one has like another layer of I don't know you call it like sci-fi kind of a little bit it's a little sci-fi to me but I'm not sure if that's what um Netflix has it classified as um because I don't have Netflix pulled up so I can't even say oh here we go IMDB has it as action, adventure, and drama, which I think those all track. But like the whole part or piece of there being um, these kids who are dealing with like ghosts, (laughs) then I feel like that kind of brings in like a sci-fi element, at least to me. But anyway, so I mean, these, when I look at these actors, honestly, I am not familiar with any of them. I have not seen them at least that I can recall in anything previously um but we have our so our core three our main character Lucy Carlisle and then we're introduced to Anthony <laughs> you all know how I feel about saying Anthony versus Anthony Anthony this is for all the ones who listen to Bridgerton uh, Anthony uh Lockwood who is the namesake and then we have George Karim or Kareem Honestly, I can't remember how, which way it's pronounced, but (laughs) that is like the third um, rung of our core trio. And then we get introduced to some other characters. They come and go. We don't really get too much like background development on these other characters. Um, One of them being Kips and then the other one being Flow Bones. Like we see them, but like... They're still, they, they leave a lot, um, to be explored. So the story around Lucy is like very much like pretty much father died. Mom is pretty much asshole and she ends up leaving her house or leaving home and going to London to, um, to essentially live out a dream that she had with her best friend Nori and um but essentially what happens is and you all watched it (laughs) so you know if you listen to anything else I don't like to recap I just like to talk about the parts that stood out to me but essentially uh there was this big thing that happened where the person who was overseeing them because like the agents are kids they are the only ones who have this gift to be able to either see or hear um, these people who have essentially passed on. Um, and so they need to f- find out 
what the source is and then secure it so that like they don't torment um, people. And it's all based off of this phenomenon, or if you want to call it that, the problem, I'm putting it in quotes because they don't really talk about the problem, which I have a problem with is in my, I have like a list of questions that I still have after going through this. But like, if you watch the intro, you kind of see like newspaper clippings about the problem, but they kind of like scratch it, but never really talk about like, how did we get here? Because the problem has been around now for 50 years, um, where we're coming into the story yeah. so the kids um essentially get attacked by i believe they're a they're not level three type three <laughs> a type three or a type four spirit like a very very strong spirit and a lot of the kids die some of the kids actually i'm not sure how many kids end up with um i believe they call it ghost lock or yeah ghost lock I have notes in case you're new. I, I reference my, I, I take a lot of notes because by the time I record, I want to make sure I can reference things. So they, um, they don't say how many kids have ghost luck, but at least Nori does. And so Lucy feels very responsible for, um, essentially the state that Nori is left in. Her supervisor puts the blame on her and now everyone in town thinks that she is to blame for what happened to those kids when he actually she wants to go warn him he didn't do anything he was drinking on the job and then he um came and like looked and it ended up running away uh and so that like forces her to go to london lucy's a very smart kid like these kids are smart like lucy lockwood george like they're smart kids especially smart too at because we get to see them and be with them uh throughout the series because they are on their own and uh, i'm trying to think of the best way to do this because i have questions just in general that i feel like we don't like there are the obvious ones like what's in the room because that's what they leave us on like we spent the whole series after we meet Lockwood and George tells Lucy like she can't go in this room like we spend the whole series like okay what's behind this room thinking because you know some shows they'll say don't do this thing and then they do that thing and then that like spins off a bunch of controversy so she actually never goes in the room so we don't know what's in the room but they end the show uh with Lockwood being like oh I'm gonna there's no more secrets like I'm gonna tell you everything because also, I have to say, this is very predictable. Like, I didn't read these books, so I have no idea, like, what is going to happen. But just watching it, I was just like, this, like, clearly this is the direction that we're going. It's very, like, easy to guess what, the, like, the next thing was going to be, especially at the end. Or not at the end, but when um, Lockwood gets shot. And I call him Ponytail because I don't think we ever get his name. But Ponytail is like... Uh, mentions his parents or something. It's like, oh my gosh, his ponytail like kill his parents. So like, that's another thing. So one, we don't know what's in the room. That's super obvious. But like, one that's kind of obvious. But like, also, I feel like they don't really address much. Like, they kind of hint at it, but not really. Is where what happened to Lockwood's parents? Because Lockwood is on his own. So essentially, like to be an agency. Like there has, like, again, the kids are the only ones who have these talents. And we find out later in the series through Kips, Kips, because I don't believe they ever say it or mention it. Because um, it didn't cross my mind until he was like, oh, I'm losing my talent. I was like, oh, they, this must be one of those things where when they turn 18, they lose, um, 
like the talent. They can't do like the fun things. It was kind of giving me lock and key vibes, <laughs> which I do talk about. So you can go and check out that, um, that those episodes. Cause I talk about each season in that series, but, um, it was kind of giving me that vibe when he was like, oh, I'm losing my talents. I was like, oh my gosh. So they turn 18, they lose it. But essentially, because the kids are the only ones who have these talents and they're essentially minors and they have to have like an adult um, supervise them. And so we don't really know or learn how or why. Blackwood kind of gives like a brief, like super high level, like I got sign off from like the... Um, people who are over the regulations, DPRAC, uh, that he could be a legit agency. So he is legit and he does not need to have, um, adult, an adult like supervise them, but we don't really learn what the reasons, reasonings are. And so kind of, to me, I'm like in my head, okay, clearly if we get a second season, cause we don't know what we're, if we're getting a second season, we'll talk about that later. But if we get a second season, then it could be like, he's digging into what, one, we see what's in the room. Then I'm assuming we learn more about what happens to his parents because, like, that was one of the things that he said at the end where it was, like, Ponytail mentioned his parents. And so, therefore, um, like, what really happened to my parents? Like, one of those storylines where they kind of, like, push one of the characters and be like, what actually really happened? And they investigate that. Um, so, like, that could be an angle that they go on, but it could also unveil, like, maybe the reason why Deepak so easily gave Lockwood or let Lockwood's agency be legit. Cause to me, it's just like, based on everything that we've seen, like why, why was there that leniency? And there's clearly like some other thing that's happening in the background that we just don't know of and didn't really see. Like they hint at it throughout the series to make it seem like there's like this, this conspiracy theory or something happening behind the scenes that the kids aren't privy to and they don't know the full picture of everything that's going on. Like those hints are being thrown out there, but like we don't really explore it. So I feel like if we were to get a second season, I feel like I jumped because I usually talk about the second season at the end, but <laughs> if we were to get a second season, like those are probably the types of things and things that we would see. But all in all, so what's in the room? That was like my main question what happened to Lockwood's parents was another one of my questions that I had. And then um, my other, the major, major question that I had uh, that I said, I feel like they only kind of scratched the surface, but not really was how did the problem start and what caused it? Like we kind of see them when they um, go into, I wonder if I wrote his name down when they go to um the guy's house where he's like oh I need you to do this big job for me and I will pay off your debt because they ended up in the beginning of the series burning a house down and so <laughs> they were on the um hook to pay back for that damage that happened um and Fairfax is the guy's name. And so Fairfax, like, because there's like the big three or two companies who are kind of like conglomerates of this whole like 
talent agency. And so like, they're the big ones that you want to go to. Cause we see when Lucy first arrives in London, like those are the ones she goes to to try to get jobs, but they're, they're not even giving her the time of day. Cause they're like, girl, who are you? But also she does not have her fourth grade certificate, um, which is what you need in order to become like an agent at these legit places in London. And so Lockwood, like, takes her in knowing and I also I feel like he just wasn't asking questions which is kind of weird to me as well I mean he has secrets too but like he never really like you're expecting him to have a conversation about um what happened with Lucy back home at some point in the series and they never actually have that conversation and the back and forth jumping that we had in the beginning where it was like we start um in the present with Lucy and um, Lockwood at the house. And then we see Lucy's about to fall. And then we jump back three years um, and kind of get like the backstory. Then we come back to the beginning. It was just a little bit jolting and like, oh, okay. I get like, okay. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing, but it also was just like interesting choice to make to do it that way. Because even when we came back, I was like, okay. Because we see in the past up to the present like we see her arrive in London and kind of like go through the test that Lockwood had her go through and then he was like okay you can be a part of the team you can live here and then we like jump back at the house so it's like I we're assuming this is her first mission with him but then the way that they're kind of like bantering it seems like they've been together for a while so it was just it was a little bit blurry <laughs> about how long it had been since she started living at the house to when she um, went on this job to the house that burned down because I don't know, maybe I was the only one, but I was just like, they feel a little way more comfortable in this moment than when we saw her first arrive in London, if that makes sense. So all that to say, uh, when they are at Fairfax's place, this is where we um, get like brief a little bit, maybe tiny bit of glimpse into like, okay, what is the problem um, that's happening? Or like, how what is the problem and how did the problem start? But then it's kind of like, at that point, they don't really get into it because then it's like, oh, you have to sign the NDAs and then now they're in this um, match with like the kids with Kips um, and the other agents at Fitz. And then they're like trying to get back the bone mirror, um, which essentially, which is two things. So there was the house. <laughs> I know <laughs> there are two kind of big things that kind of tie into like trying to give us answers to the problem. So there was the case that they were trying to solve with the ghost that, um, or the spirit that Lucy was like super connected to. And she's like, we need to find a killer. So they find out that the killer is, um, Fairfax and so that's kind of like okay a little bit of like hmm what's going on here but then uh the spirit kills them and they have to sign the NDAs and then there's the other thing where they get this um this job to go dig up this grave and they end up like uncovering this like bone mirror thing which like gives George in a trance which again this is what I was like I feel like there's more fleshing out of the characters that they could have done. Cause even George in a way was like, he clearly looked in that thing. He hasn't been right ever since. And they kind of acknowledge it like Lucy and Lockwood. Cause we have the whole, will they want they kiss thing, which was like, 
also a little bit tiring and a little bit on the nose of like, I don't know what happens in an office. I'm assuming at some point they probably do um, come together or kiss or whatever. Um, but it's like, they know, they know it, but then they like, don't act on it or they won't like acknowledge it to each other. So like that, they kind of have this whole thing going on and like George's is kind of like strunging along. <laughs> and so like, they can't even tell that he's out of it. And then you have him with this grown adult, which I thought was so weird. Um, oh my gosh, I can't, I wrote her name down. I will find it at some point, but like, He's meeting with this grown adult, like having secret meetings, even though I don't think they they know that he's having secret meetings. But he's like, oh, she can come over. And just like their interactions, it was very, very weird to watch. Because it was just like, she was clearly trying to take advantage. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird to me. <laughs> I was just like, no one's going to call. I mean, they're kids. So they probably were like, oh, whatever. It's an adult. But like, no one's like, why are you having this relationship with this kid like why are you here <laughs> and even when he was like they were like oh remember the plan like towards the end when they were trying to get the mirror back from like the gang <laughs> which is essentially what they are um and they're like remember the plan like being super like secretive high level and then she's sitting there and he's like um and he's like oh what in She's like, oh, what are you talking about? Like trying to play coy or whatever. And we know that she told him. And I was like, I literally wrote down after that, because I kind of already did it. And this, her name's Pamela. I already didn't really trust Pamela. But I was like, I don't trust Pamela. <laughs> like, George needs to watch out because there's something going on with her. Um, but yeah. And so she was essentially trying to sacrifice George to look into the mirror so that she can bring back Bickerstaff who it turns out to be the skull so the skull who's in like the little floating jar turns out to be his freaking master I was just like like I feel like they were connecting the dots as far as like the random things but like the overarching story of like the problem and what is going on with um freaking Lockwood like why is he in the situation he's in because when we bounced back three years ago Lucy was 13 and so I'm assuming in the present she's about 16 um even though there's it's a little blurry on how long she's been there and um, when we jump back into the house but like she's about 16 so Lockwood has to be about the same age maybe a little bit older like he can't be that much older because he still has his talent and apparently you lose the talent when you turn an adult and I'm assuming that's like 18 which I don't see why it wouldn't be any other age. So I don't know. I just feel like there's these big overarching stories that we're not really like acknowledging and, but we're like doing all this other stuff, which is essentially like season one was kind of like a world, a world builder season at the end of the day. Like they were just building it up to be like this, make sure we have everything in place. So then if we get a season two, because the way we end it is just like, there's no closure. You end with a ton of questions and you don't feel satisfied um can you tell I'm a little bit irritated because I am <laughs> so so yeah and so they have this because Locke was like very like not level-headed he is um competitive he thinks that he's the best he has to be number one like Lucy calls him out on all this stuff throughout it and he still goes against it gets them in situations where 
they should have died, but they don't. <laughs> he should have died, but he doesn't. I mean, it's called Lockwood & Co. I don't think he's dying anytime soon. So, <laughs> like, we have all this stuff, like, happening while they're trying to get this mirror back. But also, like, George is potentially going to be ghost locked for the rest of his life because y'all don't know that he's out here running around with Pamela and Pamela is out here trying to bring back Bickerstaff. <laughs> I did when I said I would watch this because you, if you, if you've listened to this podcast for like a while and when I say a while, like some years, then you know that I used to, um, discuss like all types of movies outside of horror because I don't do horror but like um movies like family movies so movies targeted to families and I stopped doing it because I was just like I'm not the target audience and I just don't feel like what can I really say as like an adult coming on here and being like oh this is what I thought about this movie that's really not targeted to me outside of like some of the themes that I probably resonated with but like after a while it's kind of like uh. so I kind of stopped doing that um but when I sat down to watch this, because I watched something else before this that I did not talk about, um, and I can't recall what it was, but I was, I'm was i starting to feel like there's a delineation between the young adult content that I'm watching. So like the ones where they're, they're like teenagers and like older or maybe in college, like I still love those type of shows and can resonate with them. But like the ones where they're skewing a little bit younger, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm just like... <laughs> Like, yeah, I might watch them, but I don't know that I'm going to actually, like, talk about them because I just feel like I'm not the target audience. So that's kind of, like, where I am. So when I sat down and watched this, I was like, is this going to be one of those shows where I feel like I'm not the target audience? I don't think I'm the target audience for this show. Um, it's kind of like Hardy Boys. That's a good That's a good one. Actually, I need to see if that's coming back. Um, but that's a good, like, comparison because they kind of tend, they, like, straddle the line, but they kind of tend to trend young, whereas like an Outer Banks or a Gossip Girl like is a little bit older. So I feel like it's easy for me to get on here and talk about it, but we went off track a little bit, but that's kind of where <laughs> my head was going in this um, before I went and sat down to watch it. But then I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, I have some things I want to say. So looking at this, so main, those are my main questions that I want answers to if we already get season two. Um, some of the random things that I or the main random thing that I thought about while watching this was the theme song. That theme song went so hard. Every time it started, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know why. Like each time it plays, I was like, okay, okay, I think I like this. Um, but I'm trying to see if I can pull it up because you know I had to Shazam it because after about like the fourth episode, I was like, okay, what is this song? So it is called, well, it's by... Bad, bad, not good. It's like a jazz artist. It came out in 2014. And I'm pretty sure it's called Can't Leave the Night. Because like when you Shazam it, then it takes you to um, like, it takes you to the album. But it doesn't take you to like the individual song. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, Can't Leave the Night. I was like, this song goes hard. I'm like about to add it to my playlist. <laughs> it's like a jazz song. <laughs> every single time so that's like I love a good theme song I have to say I really do um but yeah look at my notes is there anything else that I want to talk about from this actual show like I think I kind of talked about what I will this is going to be like a short one um, I talked about what I want to see in a season two like we need to answer these questions how did the problem start where did it come from 
what happened to Lockwood's parents, what's in the room. Um, Cause I feel like those all those things tie, maybe not the where, when the problem started, um, just because of like how, how old Lockwood is like in the, it started 50 years ago. So I'm not sure that his parents would have been around, but like that's a, to not even really get into that type of like history of what the show is based on to me just seems like a really big miss. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. I was just like, okay, I feel like, and then to only have like those newspaper clippings in the opening credits doesn't make sense. But anyway, so those are questions we need to answer. We did not, we do not know for getting to season two. It is Netflix. Netflix has been on a counseling spree. If you listen to what they have to say on Netflix, they will tell you that it is based on um, like the rating system that they have. So I guess there's like a percentage um, for like, there's like a watch percentage. So if a show doesn't hit that watch percentage, then it there's a high chance it will be canceled, something like that. Either way, a lot of the stuff that I watched last year and also talked about on here <laughs> has been canceled. So, I mean, I don't know if this is going to get season two. I just don't like to feel like I'm left on red <laughs> in a way and without some resolution. Um, which is why I've also felt like I've been a little bit hesitant with starting like brand new series on some of these streamers, specifically Netflix, because it's like, are we? Are we not? We don't know. So we don't know. Netflix in general usually takes a while to even tell us if we're getting another season. So that's one. But then you put on top of that, like everything that's going on with Netflix in general with this, with the shows being canceled, um, with like the changes on their overall service, like who knows? So we shall see if we get a second season, then I will most likely come back and give you my thoughts because I'm hoping that they're going to answer my questions. So I want to know what you all thought about uh, Lockwood & Co. Let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Building on Instagram and at Currently on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I'll talk to you in the next one.